Greetings fellow wanderers in the fourth dimension, this is the greatest show in the galaxy, I'm Michael Mord, I've been waiting in line for four hours, and joining me as always in charging 60 quid per autograph is Emma Foster. How are you doing? No photos, no post photos. Hello, <laughs> yes, I'm fine. Hi, Mike, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And as you might have told from my rather strange intro, Emma's been to it's... a convention. Yay! Yay! Well, I say I, I'm quite a fortunate person. I go to quite a few conventions. Obviously, mm-hmm. I live in London, as you may have guessed from my delightful tones. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're quite fortunate in that most things that happen, happen down here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was a honking great convention at the Excel Center, which is a bloody enormous aircraft carrier of a building. <laughs> it's so big, it's got two tube stations which serve it. You have to either yeah. go to one or the other, yeah, on the DLR, depending <laughs> on which entrance you need to go in. Oh, my God. Um, it's a huge building, yeah. Um, so, if people who don't know London, if you watch any of the London Olympics back in 2012, um, a lot of the... A lot of events were sort of down there. It used to basically just be an enormous desolate bomb site, but then they put pretty buildings on it and called it Olympic site. And now um, it's an enormous convention centre. Um, I went there in October last year for the honking great uh, destination Star Trek London. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's such a big venue that they it managed to hold 17,000 Star Trek fans and a health and safety convention at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> which was fun. Because then you... <laughs> Of course it would. Of course. So I mean, you'd be walking up the show, walking up the showrooms. So you'd be sitting, you'd be Klingons and Star Trek engineers eating co- eating pizza and drinking coffee next to an enormous fireman and his mates. You know, so um, anyway, but uh, yeah, on the day that the Doctor <laughs> the Doctor Who convention was being held was the Global Peace and Unity Conference, which was just down the ro- room with uh, some prayer halls if you needed five minutes to. Um, to go and take some time although it was oh, nice. quite interesting that the no neck security guards of which there were many were kind of keeping us separate mm. so i think we might have disrupted someone's karma or something <laughs> or did somebody show the satan pit yeah <laughs> <clears throat> yeah so you were just there for the sunday wasn't it it was yes yeah. so basically this was the the official 50th um convention essentially mm. All through the year, there's been obviously lots and lots of conventions. There's always are for Doctor Who. Um, got to keep all these actors in work. So <laughs> they get invited to a lot of conventions, do a lot of panels and signings and the such. And I'm involved in one company called Phantom Films. I help them out and do theirs um, down in London. So I do. I generally do kind of eight or nine conventions a year working behind the scenes. Mm. Um, so, but this was a, a big one. Um, like I say, it was the official event. Uh, it was held... It was basically three days, but usually with these conventions, it's three days of the separate events. Mm-hmm. But this was three days where the same events were happening every every day. So there was a convention with Matt Smith, Jenna Coleman, Stephen Moffat. Mm-hmm. And then you got a convention which was called the Regenerations Panel, which was uh, Doctors 5, 6 and 7. And Tom Baker did turn up at the Saturday one. Mm-hmm. But um, because of his health and his age, he, do- he doesn't do as much as he used to. No. So... Um, yeah, Tom has been getting a little bit more uh, doddery in his dotage, bless his heart. So um, he only did Saturday, but I mean, okay. Um, and then they had an SF, what was called the SFX show. So Danny mm-hmm. Hargreaves, who's uh, the chap who's behind all the SFX and has been since the beginning, like blows up a Dalek mm-hmm. and shows you a Cyberman, how they rig him to explode and all that sort of thing. So it was those three shows, which were the core of it. And then they had what was called the Classic Lounge. So they had... Yeah. Some classic companions, they did panels throughout the day. You can just kind of wander in and out as you liked. Um, and they had a, a big show floor, which was set up with some props and 
costumes and a big retail area mm-hmm. and that's where the autograph signing was so there was loads and loads to do um so it was held so separate three separate days but i knew i know there were people who did either all three or two of the three days mm. so what are the sort of things you tell us tell us the sites emma Okay, so the sites. Um, yeah, so it was it was really the the show the show floor. I think is probably the best show floor I've seen at a big convention like mm. that. Uh, when again, my point of comparison is the Star Trek one, and the Star Trek one had like a little side bit where they had a few props and costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was a huge chunk of bits of costumes lent from private collections and from yeah. the experience down in Cardiff. So you had Time Lord robes. You had. Amy Pond costumes, Rose costumes, um, Martha costumes, Donna costumes, basically Mm -hmm. virtually every new companion. They had Sarah Jane's car from Sarah Jane Adventures, the little Austin. Mm -hmm. They had her car from K9 and Company. Oh, my giddy aunt. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The little little blue car she drives down the road in, that was there, um, which I've actually never seen before. (laughs) They had Bessie there. um, Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, they had like a Tractator and a Yeti and Daleks and Cybermen and yeah, just uh, some prop bits. Um, kind of the the beast, uh, the Destroyer from Battlefield, his head and <laughs> yeah, just sort of stuff like that. Um, so they had that off to one. Oh, they had the great the great big dome. They had the great big sort of dome pod thing, the Great Intelligence oh, that nice. was in the last Christmas episode. They had Mister Smith there. <laughs> wow. From Sarah Jane, which was amazing. <laughs> I've never seen Mr. Smith up close. Yeah, so just like taken out of the attic, went boop, you know, and popped in the thing. And of course, there's a little white line and a big don't touch and, mm. a, you know, a huge security guard. Oh, I want to press the buttons. I don't need near <laughs> it, you know. Um, there was a TARDIS console there, but it was one of those things that at a conven- big convention of like, you know, the photo opportunities that you mm-hmm. have. It's a it's a paid extra so if you want to go yeah. and fondle the console they uh, charge you 10 quid for that so um we decided not to do that um they had a big setup for the old radiophonic workshop there mm-hmm. uh, so just like um like a little exhibit with, with all the old equipment uh danny hargreaves uh real sfx company which is a company he runs which does doctor who's effects had a a big corner as well um they had a big another big uh space for the people who did miniatures Mm-hmm. so who did like miniature cities and the sub from cold war and um all those sort of things had a big display of that and it was one of those things you were just running around going wow 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 you know and kind of taking pictures of everything i mean they even had stupid things like the catering bus they use was plonked <laughs> in the middle of the show hall you know and people running around all over the catering bus and all that sort of things oh john Bramman's out here click 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 you know so um <laughs> You know, uh, so that was a that was a big draw, and uh, the the very best thing about it was as you came in the door, mm-hmm. it was like off round a corner. So you came in the door like down an old kind of nineteen sixty street, yeah. And they had the IM Foreman Thomas uh, Lane doors, nice. You know, open as the entrance to the show hall. <laughs> so it was hard to get in. There were people there going, "Wow, I'm taking pictures," and you know, taking poses next to it. And it was like, "Yeah, my bloody way, I need to get in the show." You know. Um, <laughs> The retail, the retail bit was really nice. They had loads of cool stuff. I could have spent mm. an absolute king's ransom there. They had so many lovely little bits and pieces. I did restrain myself to a couple of little bits, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it was so like it was so popular. I don't think they realised because they had the official BBC shop there. Oh wow! There was a twenty-minute queue to get into the BBC shop. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they had to let people in, sort of one in, one out, sort of thing to. 
in Venice, I, looking around. I've seen that before, actually. Um, yeah, I've, there, I've, yeah. I've been to Florida, and um, as you may or may not know, at uh, Universal Studios, they've got a little yeah. Harry Potter section, and the queue there's a queue to get into the sweet shop. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah so. that's... especially when it suddenly pisses down in rain, and everyone goes, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> No one is prepared for how it rains in Florida unless you've been there before. So mm. you just see a load of sunburnt tourists legging it into the nearest shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I remember when I went to Universal, it, it was like that. But, yeah, it mm. was just like, it's one of those things, if you sort of wandered in and went, oh, yeah, I'll come back later, and you come back later, it's exactly the same. <laughs> Might as well just waited. Yeah, exactly. Um we uh, say yes, um, there were enormous queues at points, mm-hmm. um, but because um, this convention was a wedding present for me and uh, my hubby, uh, we bought ourselves, um, we went for the VIP tickets. Ooh, nice. We were like, sod it, we're special. We <laughs> it's our wedding, goddammit. We we, we, so we treated ourselves some nice tickets, mm-hmm. and we had so we had a little chill-out zone um, for... So we could have a cup of tea and sit down away from the crowds. We got sort of accelerated queuing and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, because um, I-, I will share a-, a picture that I took, uh, or no, that Chuck took, um, of where we were queuing up to going to the regenerations panel. And you- everyone got in. It's not mm. a point of a thing of no one's going to get in. But yeah. we were offering one little section, mm-hmm. and you turn around, and there's literally 4,000 people on the other side of the room <laughs> waiting to queue up and get into this showroom. Wow. Um, it was it was incredible. I mean, you know, I mean, because the the room that where we where we filtered in uh, the, the stage that we went to. I mean, and it was like a a, a gig essentially. Mm. It had all the seating on the floor, and then it had like rafters, so like raised seating up the back. Mm-hmm. So it was like a concert. Yeah, you know, going there. Um, yeah. Um, so that was it. Was really a lovely. It was a lovely little setup. I mean, because I mm. sort of went expecting what we got when I went to the Star Trek convention, which was basically two, sort of two shops, um, mm-hmm. two coffee rooms, um, a little Klingon bit, which was some picnic tables with some fake fur on it, and a bowl. <laughs> um, and then the other side where they had um, the the doors that go into the hollow deck mm-hmm. on one side, and um, another coffee bar. Yeah, a little thing you could watch a, a DVD sales point. Mm-hmm. A little thing that you could watch um, the cinematics from the, the then upcoming Star Trek game, which mm-hmm. was about to come out, and um, a tiny, whiny little va- fan zone, which was people <laughs> who had podcasts and that had a little zone, and that was it. Apart from mm-hmm. the signing stuff, which got horrendously congested, um, so I was sort of set myself mentally for that sort of same thing. But they they really went all out and they really put on a good show. I mean, because mm. I think a lot of people that I talked to in the run-up were like, eh, I'm not sure about this. It's going to be really corporate and bland and, you know, very like, you know, we're only going to see what we want you to see. And, yeah. you know, it's going to be a lot of queuing and uh, as well, older fans sort of having experience of long leap mm-hmm. and the infamous, you know, six hour traffic jam to get in <laughs> there and all that sort of thing. I think people were kind of going flashbacks to that and it's going to be all that old shit again. But, mm-hmm. um, it was when you got in there and you see how much effort they put in to put like have loads to do and you know you're standing around and kids just going mental running around and trying to look at everything and you know I was listening to some dad and he was sort of looking down at his kids and he was laughing and he was like you lot are so hyper and the kids were just running off and trying to see everything all at once it was kind of like sensory overload I think for a few kids because yeah there's a few little overwhelmed tired looking people at the end of the day um yeah it was it was just such 
good fun and such. It was a nice atmosphere as well because we deliberately mm. thought we'll go on Sunday because um, it'll be the day after the big episode and mm. everyone would have sort of taken it in a bit and there'll be a nice atmosphere and exactly what it was. It was really jovial. Everyone was really friendly, mm-hmm. you know, chatting away in queues and all that sort of thing and lovely cos- there's some lovely cosplay going on and mm-hmm. some really great T-shirts and all this sort of <laughs> thing. So, um, yeah, it was just a really nice atmosphere as well, which is sometimes missing from these great big conventions. Mm-hmm. So, um, so which panels did you attend? I know you you said you attended the Regenerations panel. So yeah, so Regenerations panel, which was Doctors Five, Six, and Seven. So mm-hmm. Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, interviewed by Nick Briggs, the mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> the uh, Dalek operator. Um, yeah, I mean, with these guys, it is sometimes a bit like playing anecdote bingo because they've been doing the convention circuit for so long. Yeah, you do. Kind hear a lot of the same stories but because it's sort of the three of them together and uh, they were bouncing off each other and as well the five-ish the five-ish doctors had obviously <laughs> gone out and seen it so they would be able to talk about that a bit and um sort of how the ideas came about uh, mm-hmm. yeah it was it was just a lovely little panel um yeah i mean you can't really say much more about it than that i mean because like, they had a <clears throat> they had a late this was nice as well first mm. i've been to convention where this has happened they had signing all the way through it all right so they had a person off the stage signing for the hearing impaired mm-hmm. and um she had to apparently they've there's a sign how they sign dalek mm-hmm. it's really <laughs> it's not funny but it's just like you when they when she did it it was like oh, okay you know and yeah. i went oh you know because it's I mean, obviously i can't do it because i'm on audio but no. um if you see me in real life i will show you um <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this um but yeah it was just because so they sort of bounced off her and um yeah it was just, it was just really nice um really nice little chat that they had it wasn't too heavy and they they always do this thing of like they have a little chat and then they do questions mm-hmm. i mean and the questions were kind of pretty basic i mean because obviously this being a this being a big event they would sort of pick kids out of the audience to ask questions yeah. It's a bit like, what's your favourite episode and why? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, it's sort of the same old questions you've heard answered a million times as well if you've done these done these conventions before. So, yeah, it was just really good and just sort of really sort of relaxed and good-natured, which is also a big thing because, you know, obviously they're used to being on stage in front of a lot of people, but um, sometimes I think they can get a little bit monosyllabic and, mm. you know, a little bit um, down about it. But, uh, yeah, it went really well really interesting um <clears throat> so straight after that then we had the what was called the 11th hour panel mm-hmm. which was matt smith jenna coleman um Stephen moffat and the, the fellow who directed day of the doctor nick um something Hurry. Hurry. yeah Hurry, yeah yeah uh so it was uh those being interviewed and yeah that was a great panel mm-hmm. um <laughs> say uh dragging matt smith's mum out of the audience was quite funny <laughs> <laughs> but again we, we i feel like we've done the right thing in going sunday because they're actually able to talk about the episode mm-hmm. and, and, Steve, and they asked sort of direct questions about well what does this do to the numbering of the doctors and mm-hmm. to Stephen moffat and he apparently he's given three different answers on each three days <laughs> so what it actually is i don't know but yeah it's just sort of asking matt and jenna how they found it and working with david tennant and tom baker mm-hmm. um yeah it was just again it was i've never actually seen those three 
altogether. Mm. So it was nice to actually have a panel with an existing doctor. Usually you don't get that. You get them after they finish the role. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was um, really interesting as well. I wish I could remember. I should have been <laughs> scribbling down everything Stephen Moffat was saying because um, <laughs> he started, he started, he basically started telling lies about the Christmas episode now. <laughs> so <clears throat> He's got to lie about something. You know. Yeah, otherwise he wouldn't know what to do with himself, would he? Bless him. Mm. So yeah, but they were taking the absolute right royal piss out of Jenna Louise Coleman because uh, <laughs> I think that's their hobby. Mm. So <laughs> um, yeah, they apparently there's something in the Christmas episode we'll have to look out for something to do with her cheeks or something, her cheekbones, because mm. obviously they take the take the pee out of Matt Smith's chin a lot mm. of the times. So um, but yeah, and um, Peter Capaldi's eyebrows and all this sort of thing <laughs> got a big shout out. I mean, every time they they kept flashing it up on the big screen in front of like uh, above them, so it was like woo every time it went. <laughs> Peter Capaldi's uh, watching you. He's watching you. <laughs> Ceiling Peter Capaldi is watching you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean that was really a really cool panel. Um, hmm. I'm sure if you uh, know the right places to look on YouTube, there are probably some chunks of it up online. Because, I mean, it was one of those things of... Um, I, d I do wonder if anyone actually watched it or actually just watched it through a camera. Because mm. me being a little shorty, um, <laughs> there was sort of a forest of cameras in front of me for quite a lot of it. Um, but the other really nice thing that happened right at the end of the panel was the presentation of the Guinness World Record for the biggest simulcast of um, a drama. Yes, I saw the, the photo of that. with. Uh... I am in that picture. Are you? Right off Chucky's. But um, Chuck is, if you zoom right in mm -hmm. to the left, he's right behind Stephen Moffat's shoulder, mm. sort of right off to the le the left-hand side of the picture. And because I'm sitting on the left-hand side, mm -hmm. maybe my elbow's in it, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but anyway, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm in that crowd anyway. We were mm. in that crowd when they had the presentation. That was really nice. Awesome. It was awesome, yeah. So then it was sort of, so that was kind of in the morning. So get out and have a moosh around and we did we did do a couple of other of the classic panels mm -hmm. uh the first one was maureen o'brien peter purvis and wendy padbury and um they were taught they quite talked quite a lot about working with bill hartnell in the sort of now adventure in space and time's been out as well mm -hmm. um they, they were sort of talking a bit about their experiences of working with bill and um their their sort of experience as jobbing actors as well and the sort mm -hmm. of the culture of celebrity i mean because wendy padbury is sort of responsible for <laughs> discovering matt smith as well i mean because <laughs> i think he worked in agencies and that sort of thing mm -hmm. and um she's she's a lovely she's really nice to to hear do a panel i mean and she's absolutely she's gorgeous as well she was exactly the same as she used mm -hmm. to um and she's tiny little lady you can pick her up and put her in your pocket she's um <laughs> Yeah, she's lovely. And actually, Maureen O'Brien's quite doesn't do a lot of conventions as well, so it's nice mm. to um, to hear her speak. Um, yeah, I mean, because so that was kind of first the first thing we did in the day. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a nice little warm up, and it was and something that they chose to do as well was show some little clips um, of the of their episodes and use that as a jumping off point, which is nice because someone like Maureen O'Brien doesn't remember a thing about <laughs> Doctor Who. Oh bless her! No, she. I mean, she remember. She said she remembers stuff in the green room, mm -hmm. but actually shooting the episodes doesn't remember any of it. So, like, you'll show a clip. She said, "Oh, is that me? Mind this one?" <laughs> you know. So it it was nice to have kind of those little wave memoirs, kind of give people like points to jump off from. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so yeah, that was it. Was a it was sort of nicely put together as well. They had they had um, sort of the right balance between sort of telling to t- talking and doing the interview and then having some questions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the the second panel, the classic panel, we saw was Michael Kilgariff, Julian Glover, and <laughs> God, it was a fellow who played Azal in the Demons and Eldrad. Oh. Um... Uh, oh. uh, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. I'm going to look it up. Hang on. Okay. Keep talking. <laughs> okay, and him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, because Julian Glover, what can <laughs> the man's a bloody legend? So getting him up on stage and talking about his career was really nice. And um, but it did sort of turn a little bit negative that panel because oh. um, um, uh, Matthew Sweet who was doing the uh, interview. Sort of said, "We well, you know would you." make of working with bill and he said he was a nightmare he was mm-hmm. awful and he was really rude and because i uh, say we were uh, with bill having sort of quite a chip on his shoulder about people who were you know actors if you like mm-hmm. he behaved quite shittily to him and gene marsh apparently when he was doing the crusade and um yeah so really didn't enjoy working with him and michael kilgariff notoriously hated john hates john pertwee mm-hmm. um because although john pertwee was very um welcoming to people who were sort of in the a cast mm-hmm. um story is that he was not so nice towards people who were like in supporting roles and michael gariff who was played ogrons and um the giant robot and things like that said mm-hmm. you know he wasn't nice Mm. You know, so that that sort of ended in a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of an odd note because obviously then he's got to try and reel, reel it back into being positive about Doctor Who, you know. Mm. Um, um, and then the last panel we did, it was um, Sarah Sutton, um, Lala Ward, and Mark Strickson. Nice. Uh, yeah, which was an interesting panel. Again, Mark Strickson is quite hard to get on in this country because mm-hmm. he's very busy. He's a wild, he's a wildlife documentary maker, and um, yeah, it, it, it's um, again, it's sort of Lala Ward is <laughs> <laughs> um, quite grumpy, and um, I mean, because I've been to um, panels with her before, and she will just give one-word answers. Mm. So it's good that they had other people around her to kind of talk when she wasn't talking so um and they talked a little bit a bit about being on this after show thing yeah and sort of mark Strickland saying someone turned around obviously they said to sarah sutton what do you think the ongoing appeal of uh, doctor who is she was like (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so i mean that was that was an interesting panel and what was quite funny is i applaud this audience member if you're listening mate well done (laughs) um mark Strickson was talking about um it sort of told this story about uh getting ring rung up by a a co-star who he hadn't spoken to for years uh, (laughs) saying quick i'm under a table at the pub what's the deadliest what's the deadliest snake you'll know And um, so Mark tried to tell this story, and then about 20 minutes later, when they were doing the questions, they said, Right, okay, one last question. This bloke stood up and said, You know, so nice to to see you, and all this sort of thing. Now, I uh, just want to ask this question to Mark Strickson What is the deadliest snake? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Bravo, <laughs> bravo, that man. Yes, so nice. it, was, um, it was very nice. I thought that was very good. So, uh, who did I say was on that panel? Lola Ward and Mark Sarah Sutton. Not Sarah Sutton, my bad. It was oh, Bonnie, Bonnie Langford. Langford. Yeah, I'm thinking Sarah Sutton because I was going to tell that story about her at the after party. But uh, uh, no, it was uh, Bonnie Langford. And Bonnie, Bonnie Langford, although bless her heart, she gets a lot of stick for being uh, Mel mm-hmm. and uh, screaming. She's a, she's a really good interview. So mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, obviously he was talking about these stories of having to scream in a certain key to see <laughs> to the bloody theme tune and all this sort of um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's um, it was just really nice panels and really mm. sort of nice set of guests, you know, quite eclectic and, you know, people you wouldn't normally see sort of bunched together. So, yeah, it was really good. Um, mm. So, yeah, that was all the main, um, all the main panels and the interviews that we saw. Um, we spent a lot of time sort of running, like I say, running around the show floor and Chuck taking pictures of literally everything, <laughs> um, which can get a bit old because you're like walking around and he's gone, he's disappeared off yeah. somewhere <laughs> to take another 18 pictures of Bessie, you know, and the other thing is you're trying to take pictures of yourself and other people, people keep running through your shot. So yeah. half of our things have got blurry children in them. But I mean... <laughs> it's like after the X-Files. <laughs> yeah. So the last panel of the day that we saw was the SFX show mm-hmm. uh, that was hosted by uh, Dallas of uh, Bango's The Theory. Right. Um, <laughs> who's a physicist as well uh, with Danny Hargreaves. And they sort of uh, blew up a Dalek and did um, sort of how they did flames and snow. And mm-hmm. um, they got... a. <laughs> They they got the uh, person they sort of tried they picked the person with the best cosplay of the day mm-hmm. um, up to get a prize and they had a bloke who dressed as Banakafalata from nice um, but he was an enormous he <laughs> <laughs> was like huge and tall and it was like... <laughs> so Dallas Campbell said right so how much are you regretting this choice at this point because <laughs> he had like a swimming cap on that was red and he painted his face red with all the spikes and mm. he's like yeah yeah this is getting annoying now and all this sort of thing <laughs> but I mean. Um, Danny Algrey's wife was running around doing all the crowd wrangling mm-hmm. and she brought up this really little boy. I think he must have only been about two mm-hmm. dressed up as Matt Smith. And they had, um, they had a guy dressed as a Cyberman there uh-huh. and, you know, they sort of, he was sort of standing on the stage kind of running around doing some comedy stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and entertaining the crowd and that. And they had this little fella called Isaac, his name was, um, up on the stage and he did not like the Cyberman. I thought this kid's going to burst into tears. He, oh. he wouldn't look at it, you know. And he was <laughs> like, you know, and Danny Hargreaves was sort of kneeling next to him saying, do you want to touch him? And, you know, the Cyberman put his hand out and very tentatively just touched his finger to the Cyberman's finger and then ran off the stage. <laughs> I mean, like, went pelting off the stage back to his mum. It was really sweet. But um, That's because he would have yeah. been electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, he would have been There you go. <laughs> I oh, know it was really. I thought this kid's mm. gonna absolutely wang his head off in a second, but mm. no, it was really sweet. Um, yeah, so I mean, it was just a real, and that was nice. You know, it was really family friendly and um, really sort of inclusive and a really good atmosphere. So yeah, I was. We were. I was really pleasantly surprised by it. It. I was worried it was going to be sort of a bit hollow and corporate, but mm. in the end, it was really good. It had sort of the atmosphere of a smaller convention in a really big space. And if they ever do it again, I'm there. Absolutely, I will go. I will go again to one of these things. Yeah. So speaking of cosplay, was there anything like really scary you saw? No, I mean because they had sort of people, some people going around the crowds in sort of the professional, sort of the screen authentic thing. So they had like a lady dressed mm. as a pig doll, which was really creepy. She was doing all the weird walk. I was like, I'm not having any of that. You know, and they had a lady dressed as Silurian and a Cyberman and you know a dalek there and that sort of things so that was nice sort of mm-hmm. so people could take their and ooh so people would have their pictures taken with them there was a lot of ladies sort of in tardis dresses dalek dresses mm-hmm. um i didn't see anything really like oh my god that's really <laughs> terrible yeah i saw some absolutely shocking ones at the star trek one last year <laughs> um um but no i'd say there was some you just some really obviously loads and loads of doctors running around but it was nice to see i mean fez is as far as i can see but mm-hmm. i mean really little kids in matt smith and little tiny david tennant costumes mm-hmm. and yeah um 
lot of ladies dressed as the seventh doctor, fifth doctor. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was um, really good. I, you know, Rose Tyler's River Songs. You know, every configuration of River Song, every <laughs> every Amy Pond. Every, you know, Centurions. Um, yeah, it was just kind of sort of any every costume you could think of. You know, you you know you were sort of represented there almost. Because mm. I mean, I think. Because it was like a, a specific Doctor Who convention, some people like really went all out yeah. and sort of went for one, one, um, like one story and dressed up as like a companion for that. Like I saw, like a lady dressed up as Ace from um, Curse of Fenric. Oh, nice! The, you know, so it was. Yeah. You'd have to know the show to know that's what she was going for. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it being a pretty a Doctor Who centric convention, yeah. Gonna know. So yeah, it was uh, really, really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. So what did you manage to snag from the the shops? Um, I've got a couple of t-shirts, one for me, one for the hubby. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, I got him a interna- international electro- electromatics, um, the dark bunny tees. <laughs> so he got one of those, and I got one of the uh, the thing that goes bing from uh, <laughs> Day of the Doctor. <laughs> one of those. Um, so I got one of them, and mm-hmm. got just sort of a couple of lanyards and stuff like that. But I mean. Um, there was a guy there who was selling screen accurate props and they were beautiful oh. but very expensive. Mm-hmm. Like so I mean they had like the squareness gun and that thing was like three hundred and fifty quid and I was like, Ay caramba. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, just they had a, a stall there from the Doctor Experience, so mm-hmm. all the Doctor Experience guff, so like all the tea towels and the cups and the yeah. the cutlery sets and um Fridge so any, anything you can put a, a Doctor Who logo on. Yeah can pretty much get you know <laughs> so like phone covers cups pens um clothes i saw a bloke actually i almost asked him where he got it walking around in a tardis onesie <laughs> so, you know put that on the christmas list mm-hmm. um because i mean we saw him a few times and every time chuck turned around and saw him, he was like oh, oh okay you know cause <laughs> this thing is tight um, oh yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, so it's sort of like I say, every sort of every sort of toy. They had the um, the other thing that was cool. They had the John Hurt Doctor Sonic for available mm. for sale. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was tempting, but it's quite basic. Mm. So it's a bit like, oh, it doesn't. You can't press buttons on it. It's just a sort of thing in the middle. You pull down. It goes. Nee, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is one thing I never want to hear again. Actually, is the Sonic noise for because <laughs> literally sitting at panels and particularly during Lala Ward, Mark Strickson one. Because as well, it's kids, and mm-hmm. kids have always got cold. So all you can hear is... Then <coughs> <laughs> 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 that, yeah. That is all I heard all day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, that was... That was... That was funny. <laughs> but um, in every character had, like, you know, uh, little figurines and... Mm-hmm. Just everything, anything you could think of. They had a they had a little stall there for screen authentic jackets, eleventh uh, Doctor jackets, tenth Doctor ones. Mm. Because when I mean that was the other thing I pointed out to Chuck when we went up to the cloakroom and went and sat and had a cup of tea between panels. Mm-hmm. I turned around and looked down the rack of coats, and there was <laughs> ten doc, tenth Doctor coats all the way to me. Say, <laughs> so how do you know which one's yours? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> someone else's coat if I, reaching the pockets, not your Easter card. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, or it's like two sizes too small or something. <laughs> so yeah, it was that was quite. Funny. Um, but yeah, it's just sort of um, there was there was a stall there 
people who are flogging a new Doctor Who role-playing game. Mm. They had like the first and second Doctor source book and the third Doctor source book and all this sort of thing standing there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's too nerdy. I need to just move on. Uh, no, but um, it was, I mean, it was kind of um, everything you could think of almost. As mm. I say, I could have spent an absolute fortune in there. But I did restrain myself to a couple of yan- lanyards and a couple of t-shirts, and we um, we had prepaid for um, event shirts as well. Cause they mm-hmm. were, and we got a couple of like we got a goodie bag with some like key rings and stuff like that in. So um, yeah, there's a picture on my Facebook that I might share. I'll share to the Greatest Show Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, which is the key ring I got from the event and that sort of stuff. So yeah, nice. um, really, just it was just such. A, it was kind of like it was. I would say, for me, hands down, this has been uh, probably the best anniversary weekend I've had because every anniversary weekend, I usually just get shit-faced and watch an earthy child. Um, so in comparison to that, what I usually what we usually do, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was absolutely incredible. And considering that we were umming and ahhing about going, mm-hmm. um, I'm so glad we did because oh, yeah. it was an absolute tippy-toppers weekend. And the perfect, I mean, because it's, it's sort of a once in a lifetime kind of come round. Mm. You know, if the show makes it to its 75th anniversary, I'll be 55. <laughs> you know, if I'm even still here, will I be bothered about it? Who knows, you know, what's who, what's going to pass between now and then, you know. So mm. got to take, take these opportunities when they come up. And I'm so glad we did. I mean, we were cream crackered. I mean, we were up at... Up at half past six to get down to the venue, and then mm-hmm. we didn't get we didn't get home till near enough ten o'clock at night. Mm. But I mean, so worth it. I would do it a million times over. Nice. Well, I think that's pretty much everything. Do you do you think? Oh yeah, I should think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, if, uh, if if you'd like to see some pictures from the event, I'll put some up on our Facebook page. You can find that. Uh, www.facebook.com forward slash greatest show podcast mm-hmm. and if you've actually been to the event and you want to share stories with us you can email us at uh, greatest show at simply syndicated.com or you could follow us on twitter at greatest show pod okay so well that's goodbye from him and it's goodbye from her bye-bye bye, bye. bye.